0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: It's a great picture, Kelly.
0: <laughs>
2: I really appreciate that you named this uh, a Pearl Jam reference. I don't know if you did that on purpose, but it is.
1: I totally did that on purpose,
2: yes. <laughs> You're a good man.
1: <laughs> I do what I can, let me tell you. But it's, uh, Yeah, I was like, what's a good live title? And I was like, well, I love live on two legs, so that's... I think as good as it was going to get for me.
2: It's perfect.
1: Thank you. And then, uh, you know, how can you beat pirates? Let me tell
2: you. See, I really like pirates and Pearl Jam. So this, this podcast is off to a great start for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a winning very combination, on brand for me personally.
1: <laughs> if there ever was one. But uh, Kelly, how's it going tonight?
2: It is great, Steve. How are you?
1: I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's it's exciting to try something new, and uh, putting the the live podcast out there. It's it's definitely a, a a weird feeling compared to the normal experience, but I'm excited. You know, it's something different.
2: I'm going to uh, I'm gonna retreat you tweet you from the brand. Thank
1: you. Yeah, I'm trying to. It took me poor who's poor Chuck over here has been listening to me fiddle around and try to figure out exactly how this stuff works. And uh, yeah, it's, I I think I figured it out though. I I figured out how to send you a link. So there we go. Good enough. Yeah.
2: (laughs) If it's just uh, me and you and our buddy Chuck Delp, what else do we need? Oh, more people. Hey. Oh, yeah. Oh, there we go. We got a bunch
1: of people. It just took the, the Kelly retweet from the brand. And that's all that mattered.
2: I'm very excited about interacting with the extremely chaotic flyperbole fan base. <laughs>
1: <laughs> chaotic <laughs> is exactly the word. Oh, we got—we already got somebody who'd like to speak. We got, oh, let's an, do oh, it. Wait. Okay. Let's answer the request here from Anarcho Hockey. And all right. I have accepted. And there we go. You're on with Stephen Kelly. What's going on? Wow.
3: Okay. I just really want oh, to put wow. my name in line. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I had a whole like rant prepared, but I don't know if we want to, are we starting or I don't know. I just go, go for it. We're starting. Right. We're, we're
1: doing it live. We're, we're figuring it out. Back and in. just cool. like a fly perbly episode, just like a fly episode, it's going to go all over the place and hooray. Perfect.
3: All right, so well, what, all right, go, ran away. I've never actually called away. into this before, so we'll see how my That's speaking it. voice goes. But um,
0: <laughs> uh,
3: I don't know. Um, so I think I wanted to just take a moment just to kind of, unfortunately, talk about the Philadelphia Hockey Flyers and oh, all, Philadelphia Hockey. I know. I'm sorry. This is we're starting off with a downer, but uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> I'm upset for obvious reasons, but I don't. You see I'm a little bit of an analytics nerd so I think this is like ooh, yeah
0: those so, are fake nerd <laughs> So, so nerd, I, nerd.
3: I I was curious cuz you know we see this we see the debate go back and forth on Twitter and it's you, you guys have been on Flyers Twitter a lot longer than I have and I'm exhausted by it. I've had to take several oh, extended breaks because <laughs> of this debate. Um, because it's just too much and I just can't put up with it. And especially you know, when they traded for Rista Line and it was like so obvious that like Sandheim and Rista Line were gonna be a defensive pair this year, and I was just like, This is gonna be this is going to be the reason I have to not be on Twitter for like two weeks. And it ended up actually being the reason I couldn't be on Twitter for two weeks for in November. But anyway, I'll continue with <laughs> Um, with uh, where I'm at, so personally, I just was curious. So I looked up um, the 2010 uh, flyers, uh, you know, money puck, because I don't, I don't pay for any subscriptions or anything like that to anything. But, um,
4: oh, I was
3: curious to see
4: what paying their, is for suckers. <laughs> uh,
3: when you're right, their, you're right. You know, their expected goals percentage and 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 all that stuff, you know, looked like from that team just because you hear. At least I see the argument all the time on Twitter that like, oh, like if you had if we had these access to advanced analytics and all that stuff, uh, you know, during the 2010 run, it would have been completely ruined. And we would have learned to hate all of our favorite players or like whatever bullshit. So uh, I just figured I'd look it up. And uh, no, Danny Breer has uh, at least per puck MoneyPuck, per MoneyPuck.com's model, 62.5 uh, percent on ice expected goals percentage. James Van Mm Reems at 61.4%. Simone Gagne at 60.5%. So it's almost like the guys that were, like, really good that year that we thought were really good is is reflected in, like, these, you know, fancy stats or whatever. And, you know, of course, obviously, we have Ryan Parent down at 37.8%. God, uh Oscar's Bartulist now if we said anyway so uh, don't, don't, I don't Oh I was going to say we wait a minute speak poorly of Oscars We depart. don't say anything bad about
2: Oscar Bartulist <laughs> Sorry yeah. the podcast.
1: greatest <laughs> the greatest Twitter account of all time a Broad Street hockey favorite from way back when But no like it, it's good to hear that the the nerd numbers do back up what we all saw back then because it makes you feel like you're not taking crazy pills sometimes
2: No but here's the thing the numbers are just they counted the stuff that happened. Right. And sometimes they do like a division or two or like a conversion to a percentage. And then like, it's just a numerical representation of the thing that happened. That's why I don't understand why people are so worked up about them. Like it's literally just someone counting things like shots or zone entries or possessions or hits or whatever just counting the things that happened and well, then my, my favorite those Kelly numbers onto a website and somehow the act of counting them and putting them onto a website makes them fake.
1: Well my favorite part about that Kelly, is when people will painstakingly go through, and count zone entries and high danger chances and, like, actually watch the game closer than any of us watch. Any of us. Gather this data, and then people will say, well, you're not watching the game. I literally, painstakingly watched the game to gather these numbers.
2: Like, watching it and, like, rewinding plays and watching them over and over again. Like, I would sooner die than track a hockey game. And these people mostly do it for funsies. Not a lot of them get paid. I mean, some of them do eventually, but a lot of them don't. And, uh, yeah, they're watching the game. They're just also counting. You're watching the game and like having beers and firing off angry tweets. Like you're not catching everything. Or in
1: my case, so, having beers and firing off sarcastic, uh, to weird
2: tweets. I only make good posts. So, well, that's true. That's a yeah. fact, Jack. <laughs> Anyway, sorry, we I interrupted you.
3: No, you're all good. about numbers. All right. You guys are the professionals. Uh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a claim. Well, uh, he went to school for it. <laughs> That's
1: true. <laughs> Whatever you say. Uh, yeah. uh, Siri has come to the party apparently.
2: <laughs> I don't like that. That's creepy. Well, don't. We
1: don't need we don't need that here. It is creepy. You know, next the an Alexa and a Google Home are going to come in, and oh, the robot no. rebellion will have started.
2: Anyway. I have um, one. You have one. I have it. Okay. And I have an Alexa, but I didn't. She heard me.
1: <laughs> nice. well, and you've just ordered 5000 diapers. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can send them all to one Crosby comma Sydney, of Pittsburgh. All right. So, OK, so we got the advanced stats from 2010. Yes, what else? We, what else we got tonight? Good no. players what are else we good. Got? Good players I,
3: are good. I, I'm. What else am I thinking? I like. I had a whole thing. I don't because I know like they like. You know, you guys have been talking about it a little bit on your on your respective podcasts, but like the whole the fact that the alumni and like you know like you know all respect to like you know like Chris Tarian and all those guys, but like oh. come on, like well. like. I know Bill's always like, why is it always got to be like the, the, you know, third, fourth liners or third D pair guys who end up like in the club and like making all the management decisions. Why can't it be like, I mean like Danny Beer's getting in there now, which is good, but it seems like yeah. they really agree with his management decisions. It's like, I know these guys are, we're like legitimately incredible athletes, but it's like, I don't know. It's like, you haven't won a Stanley cup in like over 40 years. Like, it's like, <laughs> like, are we sure the way, like, you know, are we well, sure guys who... this is this is the way to do it is to like keep getting these like gritty like you know like slower two way forwards like I personally probably not, but I don't know.
5: God well what's
1: yeah. hilarious with that line of thinking to me is that the guys who won the Stanley Cups are the guys who got us into these positions in the first place <laughs> Bobby Clark, for instance, you know, like Bobby Clark was the GM of this club for a long, long, long time, and you will note no Stanley Cups won under bob clark the gm and of course that's Mm -hmm. the distinction is bob clark is the executive and bobby clark is the tremendous hockey player who's the greatest flyers captain of all time but bob clark is the executive who has not won a stanley cup for the flyers and yeah i mean frankly i i've always found that the third fourth liners do make the better like coaches and such because they've always had to work harder and they tend to be like Gretzky didn't work out as a coach, right? Because Gretzky is always, like, he's the mo- one of the most naturally talented athletes of all time, literally, you know, hockey players. So, like, anyway, that's my theory on that. But uh, regardless, like, as far as executives go, I don't know what brain you need for that. And I'm shocked they keep going to former players for that. But uh, I don't know.
3: I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's very, it's just very, like, I don't know. It's like it's such an old, like, line of thinking, I guess. Like, just to keep... I don't like, I just don't get why they're so like hell bent on like going with the same style of player that clearly like is not like, I don't know. Like, like Nazim Kadri's name was like, was thrown out there a couple of days ago by Elliot Friedman, I think. And it's just like, it's like, yeah, like first of all, he's having like a really good year this year and he's, his expected goals are way lower than his actual goals. So, you know, he's definitely getting lucky. He's going to get overpaid. Like same thing as the whole wrist thing. But, um,
1: but Kadri's I don't also know. playing with an incredible team. Like, that, yeah, that's that the thing same. about Kadri. Is like, yeah. The talent surrounding him is insane.
2: Yeah, Kadri's not having that year on the Flyers. Like, let's get no. let's get serious. And just, like, to your point, I yelled about this, I don't remember when, on one of the shows. But, like, everyone's so desperate to, like, get back to this period of time that they have completely invented in their minds when the Flyers were just like an unstoppable force to be reckoned with, and they did make the playoffs a lot,
0: Which all the time great. before, very before the
2: sale, yeah, before the salary cap, all the time because it was a very easy to solve every problem. You just paid what you needed to pay, and you got the players. And making the playoffs is fun and good. Um, but I personally. I'm not satisfied with the Flyers making it to the second or third round every year or every other year or every now and again and being like, yeah, they're good. Cool. I would like to win a Stanley cup. And um, I would like to like before I'm too old to enjoy it, which is like rapidly approaching. So I, I need something different. And if what we've been doing for the last 40 years hasn't yielded a Stanley Cup, perhaps it's time for something different. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. It seems like a wild idea. Like, I don't understand why they don't. Instead of trying to duplicate, like, the 2004 Philadelphia Flyers, like, why aren't you trying to duplicate the 2021 Colorado Avalanche or the 2021 Tampa Bay Lightning? Like, why aren't you trying to copy them? That's what I don't understand.
1: You're telling me a team based to fight against the left wing lock is not a team that could compete in the modern NHL. I I think uh, the big thing that's come up in recent days. And I think in general for the past couple of years is that high end talent. How do you get that high end talent? Because that's really what the the flyers have gotten a lot of B plus players. They've gotten a lot of two way players, Mm -hmm. but they they aren't getting guys that are absolute studs. And the one chance they got was Nolan Patrick. And the less said about that, the better, (laughs) Anyway, uh, it's just it, it, the route they have not taken is getting these exciting players and taking more home run swings, and that's what they need is these home run swings. Like, if they fall flat on their face, so be it. But like, you really have to go and take some chances in the draft.
2: Yeah, they have to. They have to start being a little bit ballsier in the draft. I mean, like, you. We can argue that like at some point they should have bottomed out, and you know gotten themselves a couple of lottery picks, but that's not a guarantee. Like the Sabres did that, the Oilers did that. It's not a guarantee that you're gonna win. They both suck. But the Flyers had opportunities to take players better than they did. And obviously I hate draft hindsighting because it's like stupid and it's like a a fruitless exercise. Like the guys that they take at the time that they take them are probably the guys that would have gotten taken at that time. But like stuff like Samuel Moran, didn't have to, didn't have to draft him because he was big. Like he could have, like, yeah. I, I just feel like a lot of times they go for the Flyers player rather than like uh, the, the best player available. And like their, their assessment of what is the best player available is stuck in 2004 when other teams are like, uh, yeah, we'll take Cole Caulfield. He's small. He also scores many goals. That's cool. We like that. And the Flyers would never.
3: I think, like, draft hindsight is, like, obviously, like, it is what it is. But it's also, like, I look back at the 2016 draft where they they had the opportunity to take Alex Dabrinkit. They took Pascal LaBerge, who, like, everybody mm-hmm. kind of looked at at the time It was like, what are they doing? Like they could easily have just taken this guy who scored a hundred goals in the last two seasons. Uh, oh, but he's you know, short. OHL, but he's five eight, like, so. Yeah. Okay. So what, the what solution happens?
1: we've discovered the solution. Short guys.
2: Yeah. We just need a Honestly, team yeah. of Cam Atkinson's. I'm all I'm all the way here for a king like short Kings team.
1: Short Kings. Cam Atkinson, Danny Briere, Chemo well, no, Chemo Timo was more middle. He was like five like, like, ten. Yeah, he's, he's like five. Like yeah, he's like my. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but like short kings. Okay, that's the solution.
2: All small guys, so small that you can like duck under other players' like arms, just like get by them. <laughs> like little little dudes, <laughs> little like Joe Rogan sized dudes. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. Yeah, <laughs> he's very right. small. This is the, the literally the most controversial name you could bring up right now. <laughs> it's very funny to me that he's so small.
1: So small, can, do certain things and can i say that I'm on the spotify network i don't can
2: i talk bad about Is that it? true I, i've heard that before <laughs> <laughs> Is that real i don't want to talk that. about that it's too early to get that weird
3: well we already talked Is about it? the flyers so yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: i don't know oh uh, well any
1: any anything else you wanted to bring up flyers wise or up. in I general
3: we might have, I might have derailed this. For, Bud, for this is flyperbole. There were, there <laughs> were no rails. Yeah,
1: There's there never a been rail. a rail, okay? I went <laughs> off the rail like the first flyperbole I ever did. So there is no rail. There is no
3: road. I appreciate you guys doing this. Uh, love both of your shows. Uh, please keep them going. That's all I have to say.
2: Thanks, Anarco <laughs> Thank Thank Hockey.
0: Listening.
2: I enjoy interacting with you on Twitter.com. Have a nice day.
0: <laughs> that,
1: yes, I I echo Kelly's sentiment here. Thank okay. appreciate- you, calling Do I sound have ear- ear-
2: okay? I'm I okay because I'm using earbuds. I just wanted to make sure I was.
1: Okay. I'm I'm using Beats with a wired. Ooh. Yeah, I'm fancy. I know. I I make millions of dollars doing this podcast.
2: It's true. <laughs> We're highly paid professional podcasters. All right, we got
1: next up on the line. We got Justin, and I've added Justin. All right, Justin. How you doing, bud?
0: I'm doing pretty good.
2: Justin, hello. Hello.
0: I just have one question. It's for the analytics people. Why do we have to take all these stats and put them into Y equals M X plus B and realize that this team sucks? That's my only question. It's Well like, like
2: don't, uh, <laughs> there's, there's the You idea. don't really need the stats. I need the stats to tell you that the Flyers are bad this time. But the stats, the stats help paint a,
1: a more vivid picture of how bad they are. They do. And Essentially, they're the watercolors to the, the, um, the giant portrait of shit that is the yeah. Philadelphia Flyers this season.
2: And, and once again, you know, when a team looks like shit, their numbers are shit because the numbers are just counting things.
0: Are there instances, though, where there are... Good statistical teams that are just bad? They'll, um,
2: they'll, there was, for a little while, the Canes were getting, they, they had better underlying numbers than they were getting results kind of at the beginning of the Tulski era, um, which kind of makes sense because uh, he's a stats nerd and I'm assuming was building the team, you know, helping to build the team using those tools. And it took a little while for – because, I mean, like, we don't like to, I think, admit to ourselves enough just how much luck is involved in hockey, being, like, how fast it is and how much randomness there is and guys on skates and ice and all that shit. So it took a little while for the good play to – End up in the back of the net. I don't think that the Kings ever looked terrible, but like they weren't, you know, top of the Eastern Conference good. But they had good underlying numbers, so it does happen.
1: Yeah, I, I don't. I've never even understood the Hurricanes roster. To be totally honest with you, like it's, I look at them and I'm like, you know, I like a lot of these players, but I don't love any of these players per se. But I mean, they're very good. Fun. They're the results yeah. speak for themselves at this point, but yeah, a couple of years ago, which you know, with a lot of the same players, just was not getting the results that they're yielding now.
0: Yeah. I got you. It's I don't know. It's just I'm not a analytics guy. i I like piss and vinegar players. And-
2: <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing, dude. Like, and this is a this is something that I don't. I don't know if people like know about me just because I'm like associated with broad street hockey and everyone thinks that broad street hockey is nerds, even though Charlie doesn't work there anymore. And we literally don't have a single nerd. Um, but
0: I'm I am not
2: like I, yeah, I I'm that way too. Like I have a Francis Lazard Phantoms Jersey. Like I love, me. I love Goonie players, because that's the kind of hockey that I like. grew up on. like That's what I cut my teeth on, hockey-wise.
1: Oh, but, sure. We all remember the Dan line, Kelly.
2: Yeah, but here's the thing. like, If we had a team full of Francis Lessards, the team would fucking stink, because that's not how the game is played anymore. I wouldn't hate it if we were still looking at the style of hockey that was played in, I don't know, the early to mid two thousands and the Flyers were really good at it. If that was the style of game that was still happening, cool. That's fun. But it's, it's just simply not fun anymore. And I have fun watching a guy like Zach McEwen. He's fun as hell to watch. I have no problem with him. But the fact of the matter is like, if we, And by we, I mean, if the Flyers don't build a team that will win in this NHL, like, what are we doing here? Like, building a team of piss and vinegar guys isn't going to compete with the Tampas and the Avalanches and the Vegas and the Canes. Like, we're not going to win against them. So, like, do you want a bunch of, like, fun, goony guys that lay a lot of hits and that's super fun for you to watch? Or, like, do you want to win a Stanley Cup? Because I would like a Stanley Cup.
5: Yeah. Uh,
0: In my my opinion, it's more guys that are going to hold other guys accountable and, like, that kind of, like, we have a team of a lot of guys that wore a letter, but I think only Giroux is one of those guys that's going to call everybody out. And that's, I guess that's more of what I mean. Not, like, not a
1: bunch I mean. Of so you're looking for a bit more of that pronger attitude in the yeah. locker room?
2: Yeah. I mean, Bill has mentioned before, like, the team probably needs an asshole. And there is, I mean, there is without question a fundamental problem with the way this team is built. I think it was Bill said today that the Flyers are a team of, like, auxiliary pieces. Like, players that would be good on a good team
0: but we don't
2: have have anything that you build a good team around. Like, I think it was, yeah, it was Konechny we were talking about specifically that Travis Konechny on the avalanche is like the underrated, like energy, like crazy fun forward that everybody loves. And he, you know, is good for 20, 30 goals a season and whatever, but like on the flyers, we're expecting him to be like the guy. And that's a problem because Travis Konechny should never be the guy on your team. Like, he's a a side piece. We don't have any main course on the Flyers. That's the biggest problem.
1: I mean, I could fill up a mac and cheese. I don't know about you, but
2: like. Travis Konechny is mac and cheese, a delicious side course. We need a steak. (laughs)
1: We've got like half a steak at this point, right? Like, that's pretty much what it is. We have
2: a steak that has left the building already. That man has had enough. <laughs> of this bullshit. I've happen- never seen. I've never seen someone look so defeated. Well, the, like it's every the, time I see him,
1: it's the old quadru over the the years, like with all the team pictures, where he just looks, you know, more and more just depressed.
2: It just, yeah. it's it's so sad. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know. But no,
1: you're that assessment that you and Bill are talking about is right. Where you know, I I, I keep talking about the B plus players that they're drafting, like these like good players but not great and that's the flyers for the past decade like obviously we've had a lot of bad don't get me wrong but yeah i mean it's a mediocre team for a reason because they don't have that many guys to elevate i mean if you look at the guys who are uh truly great talent you obviously have drew uh you could argue for for you know years there there certainly is every other year 80 point performance or whatever he did there which were 95 percent assists um, before check was a higher talent guy, obviously Sean Couturier uh, who the team really misses right now, but he's also not having his best year. So I,
2: I mean, the thing, the thing that's a real shame is that we have at points over the last 10 or so years had delicious steaks and no side dishes. And we let the steaks just like get all dried out and crusty before <laughs> we brought in some mashed potatoes. This analogy has gotten real weird. What about the cranberry sauce, Kelly? (laughs) (laughs) I, I mean, like, it's just I do agree that there is a place in a locker room on a team, whatever, for an asshole or like a sandpaper guy or all that kind of stuff. I just don't think like that's not the answer for the Flyers right now. Like they need a whole ass team and then bring in. A Jason Smith to rile everybody up, like
0: Jason Smith, the
2: the last thing.
1: (laughs) Jason Smith keeps coming up this week, and I can't believe it because I talk about an unmemorable flyer. But I hear you though, like the piss and vinegar guy. Like I, the literally, I only remember Jason Smith for having a beard and wearing the captain C for like a year.
2: He was very handsome, Steve.
1: Well, I don't, I don't know that as well as you do.
2: Take my word for it.
1: Okay. <laughs> All right.
0: Well, thank you guys. Um, Thanks, Justin. Uh, keep up the awesome work. And one time, first time, or first time, whatever, however, however that
1: says. Uh But I'll keep listening. Awesome. Thanks, Justin. Appreciate you calling in and uh, talking, bud. Later. All right. Well, until we get a, another person who'd like to speak... Like we're gonna we're gonna talk a bit, Kelly and I here. And Kelly, I don't know. I've got quite a few topics that I have listed here. Uh, let's start with the All Star break. And how much do you believe that Alex Ovechkin actually has COVID?
2: I would say that there's like a four percent chance.
1: Four <laughs> percent.
2: Either that, or he like he like literally like went around. Washington, D.C., and just, like, had people breathe directly into his mouth.
1: Just, like, Billy Eichner-style, st- like, just yeah. going up and, like, cough in my face!
2: Please, I, I don't want to do this.
1: Cough in my face, damn it. I don't want to go to the All-Star game. I, it's just, just,
2: it's, it's just, very funny that he got it, like, now.
1: <laughs> so, that I think that's the only time we've said funny with COVID this entire time. Like, it's just, like, the timing is hilariously suspicious, and hey, look, it's nice that the Flyers at least get to put one thing up and tip their cap and say, oh, Claude Giroux gets to be the captain for the Metro division for his – we're all presuming final All-Star game as a Philadelphia Flyer. And it's just – it's so weird to think about the fact that we're we're counting down, you know, Claude's days as a Flyer. Like, I've accepted it, but it's just not a good feeling. But at least we get the CMB, the captain for – what? what's the all-star format now? I haven't paid attention in years.
2: Uh, Metro Division, they do a three-on-three tournament. That,
1: okay, Division. so they're still doing that. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't even know if I like that or not. I've, I've watched I like, like it. five it's minutes fun. of it. That's
2: yeah. fine. Because here's the thing. Like the real hockey game was like stupid and boring. Oh, yeah. So like why not have just an entire gimmick hockey game? That's right. more fun to me. All-star There's games no are reason. gimmicks to start with. Exactly. There's no reason for any of this to be like – serious in any way so
1: and it's in um, vegas i mean it's you can't take things seriously in vegas i gotta
2: tell you i think it's gonna be really good and it really bums me out that the nhl is not again forming a single soul in the universe that this event is happening i mean like ho- they're gonna do hockey things on the bellagio fountain
1: and claude Giroux is gonna compete in the claude bellagio- Giroux is gonna do
2: things. Fountain on, face
1: off. Yeah.
2: They're shutting down the strip and doing hockey things on it. Like how is this not a huge deal? Like I I I hate I hate the NHL. But I do <laughs> think for, for those of us that know it's happening and will actually watch it, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun.
1: Forty more Hold years on. of Gary Bettman. Let's do it. Just keep it going. Everybody loves him. He's beloved. Doing He's done a great job. job. Doing a great job, Could the best job. Could not be better. Now Vegas is great. I, I think this is going to be fun. I'm looking forward to the skills competition. And we, we do have a request for uh, a caller. But quickly before we take a caller, what is your go-to skills competition? Like, what's your favorite thing to see, Kelly, out of the skills competition?
2: Uh, breakaway. Breakaway? Breakaway challenge is fun. Just because it, we see their personalities so little. And the Breakaway challenge... At least some of them have, like, such a goofy amount of fun with it that it's it's pretty cool.
1: That's it is cool. I, I like the breakaway challenge. I like the hardest shot just because it's – I don't know. There's something about the hardest shot where it just feels like you're just kind of, like, imagining taking that mm-hmm. fuck to the face and just, like, it destroying yours. I don't know. There's just something that's, like, no, 10 miles an hour. Holy shit.
2: Yeah, that's the, that's, like, the one event where, like, you're watching it and you, like – out loud to no one but you and the cat you're like oh 106 miles an hour from like some random dude because Alexandro andrew isn't going to be there but uh yeah that one's fun too i, I, mean, I mean char
1: is still alive and playing somehow
2: oh fuck he is isn't he
1: yeah is he going to
2: the home
1: i have no idea but he might just show He's up for unlikely. the
2: skills come can <laughs> he fit on a plane
1: there's no way to tell who can say who can say all right, so we got Chris who wants to speak. So let's put Chris on the line. Chris, you're on with Stephen Kelly. How you doing, bud? And make sure you're unmuting because the green room thing puts you on mute by default. Yeah, it. it when I called in the post game the other day, I was on mute for like two minutes and stuff. So I was like, like, yeah, I don't hear you. I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> I'm doing a good job. But uh Chris, we cannot hear you yet, so we're gonna until I hear your voice or I see that uh that mute thing go off, I'm just gonna talk about getting shot in the face by a Shea Weber slap shot, which I'll know oh, up Chris has dropped off. So all right. No Chris, but uh Shea Weber, that's a hard slap shot, but he's never gonna play hockey again.
2: I know he's broken.
1: He's broken. Just yeah. like all those Nashville Predators defensemen, like he Oh there we go, Chris is back and we got it. Chris, you there unmute. this time? I'm mute, buddy. On, mute, on, mute,
2: on, mute.
1: Can we unmute you? No. We still have to mute. Can unmute you? Oh. Okay, oh. we dropped oh. it off again. Oh, nope. Chris is trying his best. Chris, Chris is trying. Chris is gonna make this work. It's I'm sure Chris happen. Chris is gonna get to the bottom of this and then we can talk about Live the radio,
2: folks. Am I right?
1: Live radio. Chris is having the worst time, (laughs) is what he said in the chat. Chris
2: is doing his
1: best. Hey, Chris is kicking ass, you know? He's trying. Mm -hmm. He's going to call back in, and we're going to get that hot take, whatever it is. But if anybody else has a hot take they'd like to share with the world, we're going to keep trying with Chris, though. Chris, 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 Chris.
2: Chris, hit that new button. Hit it. Hit it. Push the
1: button. The red one.
2: The red one. Push it. Do it. Push the red
1: button. Chris, I'm going to yell at John Taffer if you don't push that button.
2: Shut it down. Shut it down. Should be on the screen. (laughs) It's down at the bottom. It says mute. Push it.
4: You're a disgrace to your father. (laughs) The whole family.
2: I'll do Gordon Ramsay. You do John Taffer.
1: Oh, there we go. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh.
2: It's raw. (laughs) You donkey. (laughs) I come into this
1: live show and I just try to talk about hockey. And I get the number three bartender for TGI Fridays to show up and talk about this. A great Olympic roster. And it doesn't make sense. Shut it down. Shut it down. Can, can we talk about this? I, I went through the Olympic rosters real quick and took down some players of note. And there are some names on here, Kelly. There are some right? names. Yeah. So, like, Noah Cates is on there, which we know, which we're very happy for our, for him. our darling baby boy Noah Cates. Very happy for him. But Chris is going to try again, but we're going to keep talking about this Olympic roster while he's trying. Uh, Corbin Knight is on the Canadian roster. Flyers
2: legend, Corbin Knight.
1: Corbin Knight, who, what did he play, like five games as a Flyer?
2: Your guess is as good as
1: mine. I I just feel like we talked about that guy so much, and then he, (laughs) number one, we knew he was going to suck. He made the roster, but then, you know, he did suck. Wow. Oh, wow. Christian Folin is on the Swedish roster.
2: Good for him.
1: Another, like, I can't believe that guy was a Flyer. It's just shocking to me. There,
2: one day I'm, I'm going to go through, like, the Flyers all-time roster and just make, make, a, make a roster of how the fuck was that guy a Flyer? <laughs> and publish it on the internet.
1: I think you will have quite a roster of that. You could probably make an all-star roster. Well, it wouldn't be all-star. They'd all be terrible.
2: I could make a roster and then also a taxi squad, I feel like.
1: Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Especially from the past, like, five years. Uh, Justin has said in the chat that Jordan McKnight is better than Corbin Knight, which I think anybody with a Knight last name is better at hockey than Corbin Knight. Brian McKnight, that's the only Knight I got. M. Knight Shyamalan? Eric Gustafsson is on the Swedish roster, and I believe that's the OG Eric Gustafsson. Oh, the OG. Yeah, the OG, the real one. It's not the Eric Gustafsson we had at home last year. Fake. It was, yeah, the real Cocoa Pebbles, the real Gus Bus. It's not a, it's not chocolate flavored pebble shaped cereal. It's the real Gus Bus. Who, (laughs) you know, if you want to argue about who had a more successful NHL career, I think the fake Gus Bus had the more successful career. But who cares? Not cares. Screw him. And then I, I noticed a good friend. Kurt pointed this out on the last flight but Jordan Wheel is on the Canadian roster.
2: Yeah. Best player now in the NHL,
1: baby. Oh, so Michael said in the chat it would be the not-star roster. I like that.
2: Ooh, I'm writing that down, Michael. That's mine. You can't have it.
1: <laughs> Kelly has stolen just absolute theft everything for Kelly.
2: Everything here in this chat is intellectual property of broadstreethockey.com.
1: Everything is intellectual property. We have stolen it all. It's gone. (laughs) Jordan Wheel, of course, most infamous for me because – and, Chris, if you can hit that unmute button, if you can find it, that would be aces. Um, Jordan Wheel, I wrote a a very fake piece, a blatantly fake piece, about how the Flyers troubles were all in Jordan Wheel and getting Mm -hmm. rid of him would solve all the problem. And Jordan Wheel's aunt saw that and was very upset by this. She thought this was real and sent, like – It was an email or a DM or something to Steph was like, how could you do this? Like, uh, I just thought that was very funny because it it was was unhinged. It was unhinged. It was not good. And obviously Jordan Wheel, very, very mediocre on his best day at hockey, was not the the guy to fault for the Flyers issues.
2: What if Ann Barb is here listening to this?
1: Oh, my God. That would be if she is, she should speak. She should request to speak. Uh, Chris, I am sorry. I don't know why you don't have an unmute button, but it should be there. It's got red, like a microphone, John, but yeah, Kelly's trying to help. So I'm going to talk about this last guy that I noted on the Olympic rosters. And I believe this is the one and only Craig Ramsey, former Flyers head coach is the head coach for Slovakia. Really? That's what I read earlier. It could be wrong. All all this information could be wrong, but I'm fairly certain it's not. The
2: the coaches don't have to be of that country, huh? I guess, yeah. I guess not.
1: Show up for the job, and it's like, you're in, you son of a bitch. Like Craig Ramsey, who I I always said looked like a Bond villain of some sort, you know, Blofeld over there, obviously not a great Flyers head coach in history, and came in and maybe one of the most disgraceful coaching switches of all time. Yeah. 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 But hey, still out there coaching.
2: You know what I kind of like about the uh, B squad Olympics? I kind of like that it's like, you know, guys who retired and have been playing in like their over 40 league and ass crack Alberta or whatever the fuck. And now they get to go to the Olympics because the NHL is a bunch of piss babies. And that's kind of fun.
1: Well, Kelly, I do have something to say on that front, though. That if know. the Flyers really cared about their alumni, they would get all their alumni playing in the Olympics right now. So they don't care about their alumni. Mm. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm, mm. 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 Mm-hmm, mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
1: it's mm-hmm. never been more obvious to me.
2: There's not a lot of respect given to mediocre third pair defensemen from the late <laughs> '90s, in my opinion. <laughs> And more should be paid, more reverence, I think. What you're
1: trying to say is that a certain third pair defensemen from back in the day should be the captain for Team Canada. Yeah, it's und, you know, undeniable. If Jordan wheels there, how can the how alumni can he not be? I guess Jordan wheels is he the most notable Flyers alumni on this list? Uh, yeah,
2: I think so.
4: Oh, wow. Wow. That's not good. That's not good at all.
2: Uh, eh, there's a guy from Yardley, apparently.
1: There's a guy Pennsylvania. from Pennsylvania.
2: Yardley. Yardley, Pennsylvania, I think, is on Team USA. I, there was an article in the Inquirer today, but I don't have a subscription, so I did not read it. But the headlines seem to suggest that there was a guy from Yardley playing in the Olympics this year okay yardley's finest there you go and i say good for that guy whose name i don't remember kelly did
1: you see in the slack what jason has has morphed this mm. this very innocent pearl jam reference <gasps> for this chat into oh,
0: he called no. this
1: so this is live on two peg legs which is a don't reference to it. the pearl jam album Live on two legs, and and Jason, the the cheesesteak man, as we like to call him. Nobody's ever called him that, but I'll call him that now. Jason has changed this this wonderful reference, and he has called this the pegging room. I I refuse to acknowledge that, even though I just did. God damn it, Jason, you've ruined everything.
2: I don't like that term. <laughs> I find it icky.
1: It's it is icky. You know, <laughs> it's, very it's icky. He brought it up, and you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not good. It's not good. So, goddamn you, Jason.
4: That's Eric Smith,
2: just say. let us know. Brian O'Neill is the guy from Yardley. Eric, thank you, thank Eric. You for your service,
1: yeah. we appreciate it. So, Brian O'Neill, congratulations! And I mean, that's got to be a thrill, right? Like yeah. going to the Olympics, getting a chance to play for goal. I know that's why all the NHLers were pissed off this year. Is yeah. they wanted to go and they wanted to make it work, but just the the logistics would not have worked at all. And with the season and the quarantine and all that shit, you know, we all know it wouldn't have worked. But it's it's such a mixed bag, right? Because I love to see NHLers there. I think the competition yes. level is so great. And you can tell they're giving a 1,000%. Well, the other countries. I don't know about the U.S., but the U.S. has also <laughs> had some questionable rosters.
2: This year, they would have been so good.
1: They would have been good this year.
2: Austin Matthews and Jack Eichel, come on.
1: I just remember... What was it? The, the year that, uh, oh, I, I just remember, like, uh, the last couple ones were pretty disappointing for me.
2: I, um, I can't, my brain doesn't go back far enough. Well,
1: there was, there was the TJ Oshie year, which is, oh, of course, the year one. that, that, that was fun for the game where TJ Oshie went but ham and the That was shootout. the
2: overtime Crosby win.
1: No, I think that was the one before
2: that. Okay. That because one wounded me.
1: That one was scarring. I could also yeah. be wrong. If, if folks, tell me if I'm wrong on this one. It's it, They all kind of meld together. No, Which never
2: you, tell us that we're wrong.
1: Never tell us that we're wrong. <laughs> but, like, the TJ Oshie thing was awesome. I remember that. That was, like, what? I think that started at, like, 7 in the morning or something. And yeah. Just, I, I watched that with a group, and that was a lot of fun.
2: That is another thing that I love about the Olympics. I love, like random daytime hockey oh yeah like being at work in the before times and like finding a stream that would work on my work computer watching olympic hockey at 8 30 in the morning outstanding outstanding
1: there should be Maybe hockey
2: better.
1: i loved when they did the first bubble tournament for the oh NHL. my god
2: that was so good steve all and day long hockey. All day.
1: All day. God, like it was one so o'clock good. in the afternoon to Let's like
2: go.
1: 10 at night. Actually, it was God. till like one in the morning. It was just all day hockey. It was so,
2: good. It was so dream. good. For like two weeks, just all day. Every all day. day. Oh, it was so
1: good. That's all I want is all day hockey. I
2: all love I- daytime hockey for obvious
1: reasons. Obvious reasons. And it's great when you're working from home, too. Yeah. All right, we got a caller. We got Eric on the line.
2: Let's pull him up here. Friend of the pod, Eric Smith. Eric, if you don't unmute yourself, I'm going to die.
1: <laughs> we don't want to kill Kelly. That's not good. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Not like this.
3: Not, not like, like this.
2: this. <laughs> it's, like, it's like when Tinkerbell starts to, like, wither. If you don't hit the mute button, you're going to die. How gonna- Justin figured it out? Justin figured it out, friends. What's wrong with the rest of you?
1: (laughs) You're killing Kelly. You're killing her.
2: I just want to talk to you people.
1: (laughs) All right, Eric, we cannot hear you, unfortunately, but if you can uh, figure it out, we we will. I'm 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 taking
2: a screenshot right now, and I'm putting it on Twitter.com. I'm going to make a big circle around the mute button. I want everyone to go reference it if you're having trouble. (laughs)
1: Well, you know, Green Room is not an exact science, and I, I don't know how Bill does this after every game. But then again, I also don't understand how Bill does a post-game after every game. Every
2: game. The man is a true professional.
1: A true professional. Say and what you I will just
2: about Bill Matz.
1: Constantly amazed by just <laughs> Justin's throwing some shade in the chat. How can a 41-year-old man figure it out? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a man. Ben. I'm 40 i'll be uh, saying that in a couple of years i'm almost there it's the old man of broad street hockey listen these kids kelly let's talk about these kids where's megan to yell you know at because she's a whippersnapper i'm surprised she's not here yet yeah where is megan get here megan come on all right so olympics oh, back to the olympics so we've got You know, it it sucks that the NHLers aren't going, but the guys that do make it, like, it's extra special to them. That's, like, the only professional hockey they might be playing this year. No offense to, you know, if they're in the KHL or one of those European leagues, but, you know, that's a bigger show. And the Olympics is one of the biggest shows there is. And I I just hope there's quality hockey out there. From the men, obviously the women bring it every year and kick ass. God,
2: the women's hockey is so fucking good in the Olympics.
1: Somewhere where USA can actually compete and has a chance at winning and actually is a a favor to win. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But, I mean, which I'm all about watching, you know, the U.S. women this year. Like, I'm very excited for that. Now, as far as the guys, though, eh, I'm not so sure. But, I mean, I'm sure Russia's got a bunch of ringers that they've been, like, holding in a bunker somewhere.
2: Yeah, that's day. the the only problem with the no professionals in the Olympics is that Russia just is going to win. Yeah, they have people whose like whole life is playing hockey because if they don't do it then they like go to prison or whatever.
1: In Siberia.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I don't
1: think <sighs> that, I can say that. That's fine. What
2: Thank are you, you going to do, Steve?
1: Send me to Steve. Siberia. <laughs> you could send me to Siberia. I don't want to go to Siberia. I don't have the proper coat for that. Actually, I just got... I got one of those like foily coats on the inside that's like way too warm when I zip it Ooh. up. So I might be good to go on that one right now.
2: You might be. I might be.
1: A quick shout-out from last week. I forgot to read this DM I got from a friend of the show, Zach, who shamefully lives in Pittsburgh, which is Ooh. just you know, terrible. So I feel bad for Zach, but uh, he, so we had a conversation a few weeks ago when Eamon was on about Pittsburgh toilets. And uh, Kelly, if you're not familiar with this, uh, there are oh, some I'm basements, maybe you're familiar with the Pittsburgh toilet. Oh yeah. Okay, good. So I don't have to explain that to you. And I'm sure most people have heard that discussion where, you know, you get the, the toilets that just sitting in the basement in the Pittsburgh. Toilet in the basement. In the basement which, What's the problem What's the deal with Pittsburgh toilet basements? So I guess the problem is when there are no walls surrounding
2: this toilet. Who else is in the basement with you, Steve? (laughs) That's true. There is nobody in the basement Someone else is uh, in the main bathroom and you've got to poop. And so you head on down to the basement. No one else is down there.
1: Why don't I multitask this
2: podcast from a toilet? You could. We're on the phone. (laughs) Who's to say I'm not? I'm in the bed. Well, as I
1: said to Eamon, I record like like 10 feet away from a a toilet in my basement. But it's surrounded by walls, although it is elevated in a weird way. But anyway, Zach chimed in and he said the Pittsburgh potty is a common thing because people come home from the steel mill and would go to the bathroom to wash up before entering the home. Oh, look at that. Yeah, the more you know, Hmm. the more you know uh sadly we could not get eric on please try again we are going to figure out this mute button okay we're going to figure this out it's the scourge of our existence if it's the last thing i do if it's the last thing i do i will destroy this mute button i'm going to get uh joe rogan and his conspiracy crew on this to figure it out i'm kidding i don't want any part thing to do with that neil young might beat me with his guitar i'm not sure Kelly, did you see my note here about the Ben Salem buffet brawl? I did. Did you watch the video?
2: You know what? I didn't, Steve, and I'm going to tell you why. Please
1: tell me why. Is it because Um, you you just feel too connected to Ben Salem and too ashamed? No. Like,
2: my my faith in humanity is hanging on by such a tenuous thread at this point that I can't watch a video of people um, fighting over, like, Really steak. bad, like gray, gristly steak at a Golden Corral.
1: Golden Corral steak. I ben can't Salem, watch just off ninety five. Well, you're missing it out. In order
2: for me to like main, t- like I have to remain in society because of like you know our capitalist overlords and the patriarchy and all of those things. <laughs> um, but. I can't. I, I, I try not to watch the fight videos on Twitter.com because I just find them very depressing.
1: Oh, uh, See, I love the fight videos. So, I, Okay, well then, I, I, <sighs> I had all this good material. Actually, I didn't have any material. I just wanted to discuss it because I thought it was hilarious. Eric, by the way, you're on if you can unmute and speak. That would be aces. Hit
2: the button. Hit the, Hit button. the button.
1: Until I see that unmuted, though, I'm going to keep talking about this buffet brawl. All I know is they were throwing those those like hard wooden high chairs, like, you know, oh, when you're no. at a restaurant and yeah. those high chairs, which are the, made of the hardest wood on earth. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I can't believe they said there were no injuries from this. I can't believe there were no injuries because those high chairs are indestructible.
2: I mean like, so, okay, you're at golden corral and here's the thing. I have a lot of fondness for garbage food, just like disgusting trash food it's also delicious. So like (laughs) I can get behind the idea of going to like, like for example, like a Chinese buffet, like a disgusting, everything's fried. It's been sitting there for a while. However, it's delicious. So like, it's not the idea of being at a disgusting place like the Golden Corral that I have a problem with. Sometimes you just want to pig out on some fried food and live your life. That's fine.
1: I would not now, recommend doing it at Golden Corral.
2: No, there's there's better places.
1: Ponderosa.
2: What? Like how? Like why is the steak so integral to the experience? Like there are so many other things that you could have eaten. I suppose if you think that's a fancy night out,
1: all oh, you want no. is some steak.
2: Well, I'm even more depressed.
1: That is A Golden Corral is a, a depressing. I mean, the Longhorn Steakhouse is right there. That's, you know...
2: If someone, if someone, like, if there were a man who was poor and he was going to take me on a date and the choices were Golden Corral or McDonald's, I would choose McDonald's.
1: <laughs> oh, in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. It's not even a question for me. I would that choose would McDonald's That would be a more
2: easily. respectable choice, in my opinion.
1: A 20 uh, questionable McNugget... Because I don't know what meets it.
2: I mean, That's like, think about yet. it. Think about, like, the meal you could construct at Taco Bell for the cost of a Golden Corral buffet entrance fee. <laughs> like, was that, like, 12 or 15 bucks or something? Like, you could feast at you could Taco feast. Bell for $15.
1: Michael has commented the questionable Chinese buffet is the best thing. How I'm do you telling feel about you, the questionable Chinese buffet?
2: It's fucking great. <laughs> There's, like,. There's and French rolls. fries, There's General Tso's chicken, all of the white people Chinese food choices that you could possibly want, all of the non-Chinese Chinese food, and then you got like soggy French fries, chicken fingers, those donuts that are there for some reason. Oh,
1: those weird donuts, they are the so weird. The sugar
2: donuts, they're so good. There's always ice cream. I don't know why. And then there's like uh, barbecue ribs and like macaroni and cheese. It's just like the weirdest assortment of just like disgusting trash food. That's delicious. Like let's be real. It's the best. And it costs like $10. Yeah. And you can eat so much that you want to die and then go home and eat yourself a little bit. And honestly, like what else? Like what's the point of a buffet if not that?
0: We
1: used to go to one in high school up by the Franklin Mills Mall. and that was very much a trash Chinese buffet, and I ate pretty well because I didn't make much money, so I, I needed to eat yeah, wherever I could. Yeah. And Justin has commented, ever been to a KFC buffet? Justin, what are you talking about? I didn't yes. know such a thing existed.
2: I do, however, remember, fellow olds, if you may remember, uh, the Wendy's buffet.
1: Yes, the Wendy's buffet was great.
2: I loved the, the Wendy's buffet. My mom used to take us to the Wendy's buffet when we were kids. It was delicious, and then there was also the. Didn't Pizza Hut also have a buffet?
1: They had at least a salad bar.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Sneeze guard and everything. Back when you God, could this. get a an X Men videotape, get get an X Men VHS tape with a personal pan pizza.
2: Like a similar time when everyone could just like go up and put their hands and breath on the food, and no one gave a shit.
1: <laughs> Michael just said it. went to went to a KFC buffet once, and I was in shame filled it. <laughs> I love that.
2: Steve, um, have you ever been to uh, Shady Maple?
1: I have not. I've heard of the term. And Ooh. by the way, I just wanted to say real quick, if anybody, Eric, if you're still listening, try swiping left if your screen is on the discussion, because that's where the screen comes up with the, uh, like the bubbles and everything, and you have the mute and the requests and all that. Maybe that's what you got to do. But anyway, Shady Maple, Kelly. So
2: in my opinion... Shady Maple is like the Versailles of buffets.
1: Wow, the Versailles.
2: Yes. It's in Amish country. It is full of Amish things. So first of all, it's fucking enormous. I used to call it the food mall because it's so big. It's like $20. (laughs) And it's just like... If you if you asked like a, a person from like Paris, what do American people eat? <laughs> Everything that they said would like be at this buffet. Like macaroni and cheese, fried chicken, all of the casseroles, like 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 standard farmers market Amish food stuff. And like all of like the baked breads and then like a whole dessert section, it's fucked up. If you ever want to have like a day. Where you're just, like, consuming your weight in delicious foods that are bad for you. I might recommend taking the annoyingly long drive to Shady Maple and having Shady Maple. a little party. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So we got, we, we've got good. Shady Maple. Uh, Justin said, Waynesboro had a Pizza Hut buffet until six months ago. Six months ago?! And Justin also said, KFC Buffet is or was in Chambersburg. Chambersburg. It was what awesome. is
2: Chambersburg? I don't know. I don't know <laughs> uh, is it New Jersey? I don't go
1: there. Uh, for the record, if anybody uh, is having trouble, like, speaking or cannot get on, if you want to put something in the discussion, we are more than yeah, we'll happy talk to it. talk about it or, you know, relay your points or whatever. So uh, just put it in the discussion if you are not able to speak for whatever reason. I'm not sure if you're just having technical difficulties, like, you know, these apps are bullshit. So I get it. Um, Kelly, yes. were you able to scrounge together a, a batch update for this occasion?
2: Oh, I got you.
1: Oh, you got me. Okay, good. Cause I don't want to keep you all night. I know you got to get going soon, but I would be remiss. We have not given a batch update to the listeners lately. And I would uh, be remiss if we did not do that.
2: So I don't know if you know Steve, but we're in a new season of The Bachelor. I only knew on. that
1: I only knew that because I saw it on Hulu and mm. Emily loves French Bulldogs, so mm. I said, Oh look, a French Bulldog. Oh, it's the it's like a bunch of French Bulldog puppies on The
2: Bachelor, so his name is Fuck, what's his name? It's a very annoying, like, Brayden, Caden, Jaden, like, Chandler or some shit. I forget his name. It's Just go through uh, all the
1: friends. Ross. Extremely,
2: extremely unimportant what his name is. He's got very big teeth. Oh, I wow. think he played football. Clayton. Is it Clayton? Clayton. Mm. Clayton Thank you, yes. Jacob. Thank you, Jacob. Um, that was close. Chandler, Clayton, whatever. Okay. So we're very early on in this season of The Bachelor, so there's not yet a clear, like, path of where he's going, but so far this season, there's been some very clear, I'm going to say, uh, hand of the producer guiding some of these things that have gone on. I think we're only three weeks in. There have already been several fights between the women, There is a woman that is very clearly playing a villain. Everyone hates her. And I'm fairly sure he does too, but she's hot and she makes out with him a lot. And men are simple creatures. So that I think it's either that is keeping her because he keeps not throwing her off it's either that or the producers are like, hey, Clayton, you're really boring. Let's keep the crazy lady on here because that's fun for everybody. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's the, the early part of a Bachelor season is never that interesting because you're still dealing with them just like pew, pew, pew. The cannon fo- can fodder chicks that are like obviously not interesting or going to like win. The,
1: the so- dead weight, essentially.
2: Yeah, yeah, like, the the B-Squad chicks on The Bachelor. Um, And there's no
1: opportunities for windmill sex at this point.
2: Not yet. But, Steve, so they do, like, I I think it was the end of this week, they did, like, this season on The Bachelor, where, like, they do, like, a little preview of, like, the whole upcoming season, and at one point they show a clip of Clayton and his big teeth telling the women... (laughs) that he banged two of them. So I don't know if it's like before we get to the sex rooms or if it's like in the sex rooms that he bangs two of them. I don't know, but at some point it's going to get spicy. Are we
1: talking, are we talking separate or are we talking a little menage action?
2: I think, to, I think separate because I think he was like informing them together. Hey, I banged you both. I don't know what the, the goal is there. I feel like nothing good's going to come from that conversation, but that's okay. Um so it was just like a little like snippet of him like saying it. But whenever we get there, I'm just gonna tell you that I need to come on for a batch update because I feel like that's gonna be like it has a potential for windmill sex level good times.
1: Oh, okay, good, good. Because that's that's been my high point. Nothing has beaten the windmill sex in all the batch updates I've heard.
2: Pilot Pete for being like such a saltine cracker of a man. (laughs) really did have the most ridiculous season. I wonder what's up with pilot Pete.
1: Uh, He's probably flying somewhere.
2: I'm sure he's flying everywhere.
1: Jacob has chimed in and said there was one woman who got drunk and overtly said she hated him. And it was. Oh yeah.
2: That was like the first episode. So like the first episode, everyone is like trying to schmooze Clayton and like have their little conversations with him. And so she, I think, took him aside to do, like, a fake tailgate because, like, she's one of those, um, I'm just one of the dudes. Like, I like to say fuck and drink beer. Like, she's one of those. Um, and so, like, she was trying to, like, do that whole shtick with him. And then, like, he was just, like, being very, like, nice and proper. Yeah. And then after their little their little fake tailgate date she like went back into the house with all the ladies and was like, he's boring. <laughs> I don't like him. He fucking sucks. And then like, of course they all like rant to him and were like, you'll never believe what she said. She said that you suck. And then he like <laughs> confronted her and she was like, uh, yeah, I don't think we uh, vibe, which actually I have to kind of respect that she was just uh, kind of like, sure. yeah, I don't vibe with this dude.
1: I think there should be more people who just bail on this show entirely. There like, should
2: it, be more people who meet The Bachelor or Bachelorette and are like, oh, no. no." Oh,
1: that's going to be a hard pass.
2: Yeah, this one's not for me.
1: Like, I just want to see, like, women or men, depending on if it's Bachelor or Bachelorette, like, it, just walk in the door in Abe Simpson style, just walk right back out. Yes. <laughs> no, thank you.
2: Yeah, But then, because the, pro- the real problem is, like, no one's really on there for The Bachelor, at least not at first. I do feel like at some point, some of them actually start to develop emotional feelings. But really, they're all just there because they want like several thousand more Instagram followers and like some clout and like doesn't. a sponsorship of some kind. Or if they're really lucky, they get to be The Bachelorette. So I feel like that, that, that's like the A goal And the B goal is like, maybe I'll like this dude with big teeth and get married and have babies. (laughs) But that's like the secondary. Like that's not that important.
1: I see. I see.
2: Yeah. This is and
1: and Eric for the record. I don't know anything about the bachelor, which is the entire uh, premise essentially of the batch update is I I don't watch the bachelor. Uh, I've only watched one episode of the Canadian bachelor and it was agony. And it's just not for me. It's not for me, but uh, people like, the second-hand news aspect of it, so uh, it is... I need to loop. go back and well, listen back. to...
2: I need to go back and listen to Craig batch updates, because I feel like I don't do them justice.
1: There was a, a certain... A, a certain way of writing it that uh, Ian really
0: yeah would...
1: I, I don't even know... I don't even know how to describe it, but Ian just had these killer descriptions of just, like, the bullshit that they did that it all just spiraled from there. And that kind of describes, you know, everything.
2: Hyperbole, yeah. yeah. There's a, um. I, I'll, I'm i going to go back and listen, and then I'm just going to uh, copy. There you go. Just copy. Don't tell him.
5: I won't.
1: Ian, won't.
2: do not listen to this. I'm do going to steal to your it. shtick.
1: Michael would like to know how the new Mary Berry show is. I don't know. What I'm asking
2: questions. Means. There's a new Mary Berry show? <laughs> Mart Berry. I can't type. Oh, wait. Is it the one? Is it the one... Who um, is Mary Berry? I, what is this? Where people... Okay, Mary Berry is Does the old... she play for the Flyers? From, she, she'd probably be like... Can good, she play
1: for the Flyers? She'd probably be a 3C. Like,
2: uh, I would say like... Third line right wing, maybe. I don't know if okay. she's the center. Um, she's the old British lady from Bake Off. Uh. Which related... And I don't know if you know this, Michael. But it literally ruined my life. They took... Um the old seasons of Bake Off off of Netflix recently. So all of the old Mary Berry seasons of Bake Off are off Netflix. And so like, there's something about Bake Off that I find very soothing. So like I would very often. Is
1: it those English tones?
2: They're just like all very, it's just very soothing to me. I like a cooking show. They're like common British, all of these things. So I would like if I needed almost like white noise for me, I would just run through. There were eight seasons and I would just run through one through eight and then start over again, just like all the way through. And as long as it took me, if I needed white noise in the background, it was bake off and it was wonderful. And they took off all the old ones. And now all we have are the Noel Fielding seasons, which is fine. I love Noel Fielding. Steve, do you know who Noel Fielding is? I
1: don't know any of these people are. This is all. Do you have. I you only know American show. chefs.
2: No, he's not a chef. I'm going to run through some shows, and you tell me if you've heard of them.
1: The answer have is no. Have
2: you heard of the show uh, The Mighty Boosh?
1: I've, I've seen
2: the name. Okay. So he was on that. It's very funny. Was he the Boosh? Uh, no one was the Boosh. He was on the show. Um, was Brian Boucher? <laughs> have you heard of the show The IT Crowd?
1: Yes, I've seen that.
2: He was on the IT crowd. He was the goth on IT crowd.
1: Okay, it's been, it's been a minute since I've seen that, but...
2: Yeah, he's very funny. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's him. I actually own a painting that he painted. I really I like... I thought you were going
1: to say a painting of him.
2: No, that would be weird.
1: That would be weird.
2: Although it's kind of weird that I own a painting that he painted, too. But anyway, it I was is, in London. It yeah. is, an original. And I made an impulse purchase. Um... Anyway, he's fine, but like the Mary like the OG Mary Berry seasons were just very good. And I don't know why they took them off, but it made me very sad because now I only have like 4 seasons of Bake Off that I can run through.
0: Oh, Megan's oh, no.
1: here. Megan is here. I'm going to I'm going to add her.
2: Oh, so Michael, there's Celebrity Best Home Cook, but there's also a regular Best Home Cook. And the regular Best Home Cook in my opinion was better than the celebrity one, even though Steve, I think you'll get a kick out of this because I knew nothing about this man, except for uh, one singular tweet that I saw one time that made me laugh. Ed Balls. Ed Ed Balls won the celebrity best home cook. Spoiler alert. But I didn't know.
1: With with his sweaty balls?
2: I didn't know who Ed Balls was. I didn't know he was British. I knew nothing about him. All I knew was the tweet From Ed Balls' Twitter account that said Ed Balls. Every now and again it pops up on my Twitter feed. Have you seen this tweet?
4: Iconic tweet. Absolutely. I Oh, there's Megan. She knows. So I've seen I've seen the the
2: show. The the Ed Balls tweet pops up from time to time. And so I'm watching this British cooking show, and all of a sudden they introduce actual Ed Balls. And I'm like, (laughs) what? That's a real man. He's like a politician or something.
1: Hey, Megan, we're going to we're going to speak in a moment, but Eric has been trying to call in all night and we're going to see if we can we can add Eric real quick.
2: Eric, Eric. yourself.
5: <gasps> Eric!
1: Oh, sure. <shit>. Oh! <laughs> oh, this is crazy. This is fantastic. <laughs> Eric, welcome to Fly Purply Live. How you doing, bud?
5: Good, man. How are you doing? Besides the flowers and all that bullshit.
1: Besides the Flyers, I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. I'm just sitting here talking about British baking shit I don't know anything about with Kelly Henkel, and life couldn't be
5: better. Yeah, How I mean, are you? Good, good. I mean, I don't know a ton about, like, baking shows besides, like,
2: I mean, I used to watch
5: Cake Boss back in the day. Cake Boss, okay. That was always I funny. mean,
2: if, I don't know what to tell you, Steve. If you didn't think that I was going to derail your podcasts, I don't I'm There sure.
5: are
1: no rails. Just like in Back to the Future, there are no <laughs> roads. With Hyperbole, oh, like, no road. there are no rails. Yeah, so, Eric, Eric, are you going to bring us back to the Flyers? I'm a okay with that, but I, I just no, was uh, I curious.
5: No, I was originally going to call in because when you were talking about the Olympics, like from back in 2014, 2010, like it's funny. Like we always talk about how we really feel bad for Drew because, like, he deserves a cup. He deserves to. He really deserves just anything. I still feel so bad for Ryan Miller after that 2010 Olympics when he mm. was the USA goalie. And he stood on his freaking head, and he ended up – because didn't he win, I think, like, the best player in the Olympics that year? I forget. Ryan Miller?
1: Yeah. Um, oh, okay, okay. That last Olympic r- run, <laughs> I just had a flashback, too, because I remember – I forget if it was that one or the one before. I think the one before when the U.S. players were involved was the one Ryan Miller had a good run. I also just had a flashback to when I interviewed Brian Boucher and it came down to Ryan Miller or Jonathan Quick and mm-hmm. Ryan Miller was having a killer season and Jonathan Quick was not but this was after Quick had won a couple of Stanley Cups and I said so Boucher there's a controversy right now about if Ryan Miller should start for Team USA or Jonathan Quick and he's like I'm paraphrasing here it's been a while since I I been a while since I listened to that interview that I did but uh, Bush was basically like what controversy? How many rings does Ryan Miller have? Mm. Like, thanks, Bush. Thanks. <laughs> Ooh,
2: like a like a little salty.
1: It was, a, yeah, it was like a little little like, okay, okay, cool, cool story. Bye, Justin. Were... Bye. 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 Justin. So, Eric, back to Ryan Miller, though. Yeah, I, I think he stood on his head. I'd have to look up the the stats from that one. Uh... Trying to even remember the Olympic years at this well It was
5: 2010. I remember because it was also it was the same year. I remember Zach Parise was like really really good for whatever reason. Oh
1: yeah, noted Islander Zach Parise. <laughs>
5: Islanders legend.
1: Islanders legend. I yeah man like that was that was the heartbreaking Olympics right there for for Americans for Canadians. That's one of their most tr- cherished memories.
5: Oh yeah, totally. I me- I remember. Because I, I think I remember watching that at home, and my mom, who, I mean, she's been watching the Flyers since, like, they were a team. I remember, like, after Crosby score, she was like, oh, fucking course, that's Crosby.
1: Oh, yeah. That's exactly my reaction to that. It was just like, of course, it's fucking Crosby. Like, to make this worse. And that was the year that that Crosby kind of blackballed Charou so he could get uh, one of his buttons yeah, on the team, too. No, that was, no, that was 2014. That he oh, that was 2014. Okay. What was it? And I'll just... Ugh, it's just one big mess at the end of the day, but it all comes down to I hate the Penguins.
5: Yeah, right now, I hate the Flyers a little bit more.
2: I was gonna say I. No, I, it's, it's always the Penguins. I have, more, always. I have no energy to hate other NHL teams right
1: now. No, I still it hate was, the Penguins. What's Actually, the point, man. There were some good Flyers repping on that Team Canada that year in 2010 because there's uh, Mike Richards and Chris Pronger on that team.
2: Yes, Mike Richards got his gold medal because he's won literally everything you can win because he's a he's winner. He's enjoying
1: it by the lake.
2: With the kitty cats and the fish. Is that his,
1: does he, he have kitty be. cats? I didn't know that.
2: Oh, my God. Mike Richards <laughs> has, like, a bunch of, like, barn, barn cats. And I don't have Instagram, so I only see what other people show me. But his Instagram is, like, half just him cuddling kitty cats. That's, I'm so happy boy. for Mike Richards. Yeah, I love him with my life. I wish nothing but happiness for him.
1: One of just one of those guys who I really think he got done dirty at the end of his career there. So I was very happy. Yep, his Instagram says, "I used to play hockey. Now I just fish." P.S. I am not Kramer.
2: Uh, I think it's I think Megan. It's at M Richie Ten. It's
1: Mike H. Richards.
2: Oh, well, I was way off.
1: Because I'm looking at a picture of him. I'm looking at a picture of him with a giant fish right now. Went out for a few hours this afternoon and lucked out with a fatty. Forgot how fun these guys are to catch.
2: Oh, God bless.
1: I'm going to post that in the Slack for you, Kelly, so you can enjoy. Thank you. You're welcome.
2: He's got, like, a hot doctor wife. He's got, like, barn kitties. He's fishing. He's hanging out on the lake. Everyone just leave him alone forever.
1: I agree. His entire Instagram is fish
4: I love and that. dogs,
1: and it's
2: great. Beautiful.
4: This is a man living his best life. Right? He's just, I'm like looking Thriving. through. Thriving. so happy. He's smiling. He's got so many fish.
2: I'm
1: also enjoying, I just looked at one of these, and uh, he's like, it's Richard holding up a fish, and he says, do I even need a caption? And David Boriana said, good catch.
2: Thanks, oh, Angel. Philadelphia sure. it Flyers. <laughs> yeah.
1: it's just all amazing. Good insight right there. there, buddy. Um, Eric, I'm I'm so happy you were able to connect. Do you have any other thoughts on the Olympics or the Flyers or anything you wanted to share right
5: now? Uh, I don't know. Like, I'm kind of. I mean, I'm bummed out that like none of the NHL players are come, are playing in the Olympics because
1: Jordan okay. Wheel's not good enough for you.
5: Okay, touche. <laughs> That's <laughs> not an NHL player. I'm sorry to his aunt, but oh come he's on. Not. You He's an AHL quad A guy. No, so because, like, I'm trying, because, like, at my office, like, there's only one other person who watches hockey, and they're a Devils fan because, well, of course. Oh, that's so, me and Pittsburgh Steve. So you've yeah, got that with okay. a Devils fan. So, like, I've been sort of trying to, like, massage some of my coworkers, like, hey, well, you should watch hockey. It's fun. It's fast paced. Ah. And, yeah. And, well, it's fun if you're not watching the Flyers. But I figured, like, oh, man, this this Olympics would be like the perfect opportunity, like you'll see Connor McDavid and Austin Matthews and all their great players, but now it's like, oh, great, you're going to see Noah Cates? Like, what? <laughs> like, that's – I can't really sell that.
1: Oh, you're going to see Christian Foleen and
5: Peter Corbin Knight.
2: Flyers oh legend. Do
5: you New remember case. there was a game against, I think, the Blue Jackets where Folene, he had the puck, like, right in front of the net, and he literally just fell over, and somebody stole the puck and just went and right in his it.
1: I don't remember that, but it sounds right. Sounds it sounds good. perfectly right. He was not a good flyer for his, what, like 10 games? I gotta look this up. I, I've been talking shit about Christian Folleen, and I actually have to see how many games he played as a flyer. Okay, guesses for everybody on the line. Kelly, how many games did Christian Foline play as a flyer?
2: How many games did Christian Foline play as a flyer? I'm going to say...
5: 37. Okay. Eric, how many games did Christian Foley play as a Flyer? Guess. Um, let's think. Okay, he was just here the one year. and I think they did Benjamin towards the end, so I'll say 52. Okay. Megan, guesses
1: as to how many games Christian Foley played as a Philadelphia Flyer in 2018-19. It's before your time, but I want you to make a guess. I
2: was
4: going to say Megan wasn't Far technically born. born. Yeah. I she born. was a baby. Um, <laughs> can not walk yet. I can not even couldn't talk. Um, I'm going to go a little bit lower and say, like, 30-ish.
1: Guess what? Megan's the closest. 26 <gasps> games.
4: Oh, that's and- <laughs> Flyers yeah. expert right here. Dang.
1: He had two assists, 16 penalty minutes. But guess what, guys? He was a plus five.
2: That's what counts, baby.
1: Ooh. And I guess he won a face-off at a certain point
2: because his faceoff
1: percentage is 100% that season.
2: How about that? <laughs> wow. Well, Good for him.
1: But a zero percent shooting percentage. So that's uh that's a good career right there. Okay, for, for bonus points. There are no points here. Uh how many career goals does Christian Foleen have? He has played in the NHL. He played in the NHL from twenty thirteen to twenty
2: twenty. Uh, let's career start again. Career goals.
1: Career goals. Kelly, how many career goals does defenseman Christian Foline have? From six. thirteen to twenty?
2: Six. You say six? Yeah.
5: Okay, Eric? Uh, nine Megan, two Eric,
1: you are the closest. He had eight. Oh.
0: oh,
2: dang!
1: But if you went price is right, price is right, rules Kelly. I win. win
2: one. Yeah. yeah,
1: but nine. I just want to see
5: a six nine because nine. And,
2: uh, you ew, know, you're very we got,
5: a, yeah, we got a six nine. There we go. Yeah, oh we goodness. did it. That's the We did cover. it.
2: We did it. And that's all the time we have for you. Roll credits.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Christian Foline, man, that is—he's not. I, I think Johnny Oduya still makes the most random Flyers defenseman of the past decade, but Foline is
2: right up there. Oh, I muted myself. I'm doing what other people you do totally. now. My bad. <sighs> Got to do a better job.
4: I know, worst. Yeah. Rookie stuff here. Rookie uh-huh.
1: mistakes, right there. Eric, any other thoughts on uh, shit-ass Flyers of the past decade? Olympics, uh, past Olympics?
5: I don't know, man. I don't. I'm trying not to think too much about the Flyers. So. <laughs>
2: That's
5: the way. That's the only way this forward. Is, this it's, is the way. It's really it's... a shame. Like the last six weeks, I think I've just like not even bothered watching. Like I went to, I was at a. I was at the Flyers game against the Senators back in, I don't know, like a week before Christmas. But like since then, I've been just like,
2: yeah. I'm going to tell you, Eric, if I didn't have to, I would not be watching very many of these games. Yeah. I, so I don't blame you. <laughs> so I opposite, watch them all on my tablet.
4: Oh. I actually uh, went to a very recent Flyers game and I think I fixed them. Oh, on, you did, didn't they? So. Yeah, you did. It was on your birthday, wasn't it? I did. They gave me a birthday win. I got free free food, up, upgraded seats, you know. <laughs> I like that <laughs> you made
1: it sound like you got that for your birthday, but you just happened to go on the one snowstorm <laughs> in the past, like, three years.
4: Oh, yeah. It was, Don't dem- it was a journey to get down there. <laughs> no, they knew I'm- I was coming.
1: They did. They rolled, they rolled out, the, rolled red out the red
4: carpet. Yes. <laughs> James.
1: They, they rolled um, out the orange carpet. I'm still gonna speak. This is my show, goddammit, but I do <laughs> recognize your jinx.
4: Yes. Um yeah, it was it was fun. Um it was still the Flyers, but first overtime <laughs> win I saw in person, so that was cool. <laughs> the rest have been losses. <laughs> I
1: have to say there there is nothing like attending an overtime win. Like that absolutely is absolutely not. Truly, one of the most exciting things you can see in sports is a hockey overtime
4: win. It is. I'm just- gonna be honest with
2: you. Even on TV, that game looked fun.
4: It was like there were a lot of. It was like busy, like a lot of scoring chances. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. I actually prefer the upper seats. Um, that's what I'm realizing is I can't. Yeah, see you can see more mm-hmm. when you're down there. Yeah. Yep. And, yep. And I'm a nerd, and I like to see what's up. But nerd. um, <laughs> yeah, it was it was exciting. Um got to see a ton of goals for, for this Flyers team, you know, not yeah. in general. But, um, yeah, and then I fixed them. Uh, I got to tweet the win cam. That was fun. Uh, I didn't even realize. I was just so happy. And then you guys, like, said my name in Slack. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, hold on. And I had Kurt go. was, like, my, on it.
1: Kurt my was all
4: over to, like, it. Like, 5%. I was like, I got this. Don't worry, guys.
1: <laughs> By um, the way, the Kurt Meister – uh, completely just failing us. He was supposed to show up and talk about this like weird Pittsburgh bell pepper thing, but I'm still got a whole. He hold said he was going things. to oh, throw into losers. losers. I'm gonna give him another like couple minutes, and if he doesn't show up, we're talking about it. But um, yeah, I I went to I went to the Islanders game a couple weeks ago, the one that also went to overtime, went to that just hilariously bad shootout, like. I think everybody listening knows what I'm talking about. That shootout that just went, I think, nine rounds and just the flyers oh, weren't yeah. even trying in that one. Oh I had amazing seats for that. I was supposed to sit, I think I bought tickets for like the second level, but like first row. And then I had the infamous, like, if you've ever used StubHub or I use SeatGeek in this case, um, oh. sometimes somebody will like have double scanned the tickets or something. But They both have insurance policies that if that happens, you can call them up and they'll get you new tickets. And they got me new tickets like 15 rows from the ice. So I was like, uh, yeah, twist my arm. But like, that, it was actually a pretty fun game except for the fact that the Flyers blew it. But then that shootout was so bad. Like, I've really... The Flyers are always bad at shootouts. They've always been bad at them. But this one was, I think, maybe the worst one they've ever done. Like, nobody gave a single shit. Except for Farabee, who like dislocated his shoulder earlier in the game and still actually made a pretty damn good effort to get it in. But everybody else just, like, I think G went up and, like, shot a slapper and was like, eh, what are you going to do?
4: I want to I bubble wrap this team. Like, just <laughs> with all of the injuries, like, put them out on ice with, like, just bundled in, like, all the foam possible. Just save them.
2: Just there is that same them. You cannot say that. No, they're dead.
4: They're dead. I remember I went to, um, oh, my God, it was this one game probably right before, like, the first 10-game lose streak, um, (laughs) or probably part of it. Probably I think that was the first game. (laughs) It it is just so
1: absurd to say the first 10-game lose streak.
4: It truly is. I also think it's funny that I, I started watching hockey, like, and then the Flyers immediately have the two worst seasons in like decades. Mm,
2: curious.
4: <laughs> curious. really is. Oh, damn it,
2: Megan.
4: Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I went to, um, I think it was that lightning game where uh, Giroux scored like eight seconds before uh, like overtime to tie the game.
0: Oh, and that okay. had
4: to be, yeah, yeah. They lost in the end, but that had to be like, like, I was, it was late. Like, I was staying out maybe a little bit <laughs> more than I should have. But, like, I just, I couldn't leave because I thought, I knew that they were going to tie it. And even though they lost me, the end, like, hockey games can, like, still be so much fun, even if, like, you know, the end result the, kind of stuff. The
2: sick part is it is the most fun game, especially live. Yeah. Yeah. You just came, you came at a bad time. The good <laughs> news is it can only get better for you. True. Get it true as yes, long as they I mean, can only get better
4: here's the thing it, i came in watching them win a around in the playoffs so i'm mm, not sure if mm, it gets better
2: mm. <laughs> um
1: here's Is the that thing. only round in the past decade they've won yes
4: <laughs> yes
2: <laughs> if mm. if it gets worse we're going to have to just dissolve the podcasts and the blog because I don't think any of us will be able to do it anymore.
1: Oh, no. probably is a hundred percent just morphing into something new, like a butterfly.
4: I love that I for you need to talk about the flyers.
1: Yeah. Like I, I the phypermaly never needed the flyers. So it'll just that's turn true. into, it'll just turn into a, a food and pop culture podcast and that's fine. And, I think the same amount of listens will happen, but, you know, <laughs> I don't actually I, what I tune in
4: for. So it,
1: I think most people do, but I am asking the flyers respectfully to not make me resort to that respectfully,
2: respectfully, respectfully. with all due, please don't make Steve.
4: Although, I mean, if, I mean maybe source, we can just talk about Gritty. Oh, no. We can. The Gritster. The no, Gritster. We're,
2: we're going to get angry. He's just that. meant to just,
4: dis- he's distracting you, Megan, from the truth. Too bad. In you brought eyes. me into hockey. You guys, I, I want no gritty slander from anyone. I have never, never been gritty, gritty slander, you know, even though
1: Gritty has, Gritty has like, um, suggestively like patted my head before, so I, I don't know. Like, Gritty got a little close. So I'm just gonna say that. Um, <laughs> <objectively>. <laughs> listen, I it was when I saw gritty the assembly room for the time. first time. Everybody hated him for the first hour. Wait, but that then,
4: still, does that still exist? I've never what? seen it. Can you I've, still go break room? stuff? It's, oh, yeah. it's a myth.
1: Oh no, oh no! Oh, the assembly room exists. The disassembly room. Oh, the disassembly room. room. Oh, or yeah, what it yeah. should be called? What it should be called the spectrum room. The spectrum I'll hang room. up and listen.
2: <laughs> Stole my idea. Made it bad. Uh, never. Forget I still it. don't understand how you get to the assembly room. Oh, it's a weird, like, back
1: staircase.
2: Or okay, because I was going to say, like there's a, no way they're letting all of those plebes on the elevators with the rich folks, right?
1: I mean, the assembly room's, like, the cheapest ticket in the place. That's
2: what I'm saying. So, like, yeah. but, like, the, I, the only way I knew how to get up to, like, the luxury boxes where it is is the elevators. Right, and you have but to I'm go through guessing, that special entrance. Yeah, they don't let you on the elevators when you're a poor
1: Yeah, there's, like, a weird entrance on the upper level you have to go to. It's really hard to find. And it's weird because, like, you actually... Well, okay, you have a nice view if... Well, it's probably not a problem now because nobody's going to the game. But, like, when I did the assembly room as a fan, I went to, like, a Flyers Capitals game. And I had a just horrible time, like, butting in to get an actual view because people arrived like uh, an hour early and just squatted in their spots and didn't. Wow. And this isn't like citizens bank park where like people are just going to like hang out in their standing room area for a little bit and then move on. And then you can just go in like people just stayed there the entire game. So I just kind of had to like sidle my way
2: in. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I've never purchased an assembly room ticket because the only thing I could think to myself was I don't know how to get there. So I'm not (laughs) buying a ticket.
1: I mean, it's pointless now because you can get like a lower level ticket for like thirty bucks.
4: Yeah, pretty much. If this is why people go. have to make friends with students. Gonna, I love the youth uh, usher in the younger generation because I, I automatically get tickets for twenty bucks.
1: So. I can't fit oh, in those seats though; that. they're too small for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a large man. It is I sat
4: up there. I, I sat, sat the in the back wall. row
1: for the Hurricanes game, uh, the one on Black Friday, and. That was just such a tiny seat. It was unbelievable. I'm
2: gonna tell you what. Whose idea was it to put the cup holders on the fucking armrests? I know.
4: This is 2022. Terrible. I get mad that they're not. There are. There aren't any on the lower seats, though. Like, aren't they in front of you? In the lower seats? I've never seen. I've never seen them. We I if they're in front of you. They're in this... Yeah, they're on the seats in front of you, which is better. Because like, then you're leaving your drink up to a stranger, like, what if they jump out of their seat and then they spill your whole... No, 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 no it's, it's, it's,
2: it's, it's... It's well in the cup holder. <laughs> with the armrest, like, there's no comfortable way to put your arm with a Bev in the cup holder if they're, like, sitting next to a stranger... And then the stranger puts their Bev in your shared armrest. It's like, now what the fuck am I supposed to do with my arm? And, like, I don't care how big or small you are. The armrest cup holder makes the area in which you have to sit way smaller.
1: uh, It doesn't make any sense to me. It's stupid. It's so poorly designed. Uh, Look, when are the flyers just going to do the right thing and give us those, like, beer helmets, right? Where Hmm. they have, like, the crazy straws Mm -hmm, that go mm -hmm. into your mouth and the...
2: Yeah, that's the solution. I would spend all anyone my money. Because yeah, everyone
5: throw them on the ice.
2: We do have that's boozy, good. freezy pops. <laughs> that's which fair. I really enjoy. Mm, Can't
4: give way. anyone anything.
1: Can't have nice things. Well, they they made sure when I went to that Islanders game that was Beerstein night, and they made sure to not give those out until you left the building.
2: Oh, that reminds me. Did oh, you yeah. see how pissed off people were at John night?
1: What no? What I both well, got their random John Johns.
2: Night. Apparently on John night, depending on which entrance you left from, you got some particular weird John. Some of the ones that I saw were like a shower beer holder that like suction cups to your shower wall to put a beer in. Oh, that's funny. which. Don't even get me started on the shower beer. I don't. I still don't understand it. It's um, a weird thing. It's a wasn't weird. was the thing. other one like? Finger puppets? And then finger, yeah, finger puppets. I saw. <laughs> Like were they rubber, like like rubber finger puppets? puppets. I feel like it was just like someone found boxes of old merch like in a closet somewhere, and they were like, "We got to get rid of this shit."
1: Oh, the Phillies do that every year. They have like a random bobblehead night because they have a bunch of stuff from, like, giveaways where they didn't give away all the bobbleheads. So it's always, like, a very odd collection where it's like, oh, here's a player dressed as Obi-Wan Kenobi, and here's the Hulk with a Phillies logo, and here's Gary Matthews. Like, it's just a very I
0: think that's odd fun. assignment.
2: I think it's fun, too. People need to stop taking sports so
4: goddamn seriously.
2: It's serious
4: not shit. serious. We're, like, watching Literally Roman. nothing. Grown Seriously. men, like, whack around a puck on the right. race. It's and all you, jokes. It's yeah, all fun. Your job
2: doesn't depend on the outcome of these games. Your life doesn't depend on it. You can choose to enjoy it even when it sucks. And if you don't want to enjoy it because it sucks, you just don't have to watch it anymore.
1: Just give up.
4: You can tune back in when they're good or again. you can watch a different team. Put them in timeout. On a different team.
1: Uh, I'm, not, I'm not willing to accept that, but just stop watching for now and then bandwagon later. That's Listen, what I want you
4: to Steve, the, Ra- the Rangers no! are fun. Megan.
1: They're
2: fun. I will Megan, boot you.
1: I will boot you from this.
2: Listen, we're not doing the Rangers. Listen. You can't. Bandwagon a team in the same division. That's a, f- a violation. You have Just to make a team like, outside the division. Wow, mainstream. wow! I'm being gatekept. That's okay, I'm gatekeeping the fuck out of you. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly <laughs> Missinelli
1: <laughs> over here telling yeah. people it's a violation, bro. I
4: can't like the Oilers anymore. <laughs> They're doing bad things. I have to. No, not the Oilers.
2: Someone. I would. No. I mean, the senators, the, yeah. like, once the Senators. Like once the tr- like once Giroux goes to the Avalanche, you can. Yeah. Hop on over there.
1: That's where I'm at. That's where I'm you really at. I really need
2: him to go to the abs. Please,
1: please, it's not in the East. Just not in the East.
2: Well, I don't think, I don't, I mean, maybe Florida?
1: Mm, yeah, I don't care about Florida.
2: But, I mean, like, but, like the Caves are really. Well, oh, no, they do now, because they're good.
1: Hmm. I'll have to look at those. I'm going to have to look at those attendance
4: numbers, if I trust I mean, Kodak had fun, k- so. K- k-
1: Kelly, is that the police coming to get you?
4: Yeah.
1: Uh, does that mean you got to go? You got to go run from the, the cops here?
2: You know how it is here in Philly.
1: I know how it is. You know, it's just yeah, I am going to
2: bail because I'm online. the oldest person on earth.
1: I, I'm i up there with you, so I, I hear you. But thank you so much for joining. I know you, you hung in there longer than expected, and you're a real trooper. And I appreciate it, Kelly. You're a, uh, you're a treasure.
2: I'm going to be honest with you, Steve. This was fun. I had a blast. 10 out
1: of 10 would do again. Okay, awesome. Well, we'll definitely do this again. I'm going to hang on for a little bit more. I got Megan here. Eric's hanging out. But if anybody else would like to join, anybody else would like to talk, that'd be great. Um, I'm going to go probably another, I don't know, we'll see how long. But at, at most, I'll probably go to 11 at most. But all we'll right, see. kids.
2: You all but, have fun out there. I hope that uh, 69 here in the listening yo. booth. <laughs> calls in and talks to you. I want to know everything about 69 with the bag on it. You, want, you want, to know everything I want to know everything about the person called 69 with a bag on their head. So hopefully they call in and talk to you.
1: Okay. Good to know. Thanks, Have fun,
4: kids. See ya. Bye bye
1: now. Hey. It's my, my standard Robert Durst. Goodbye to people now. Bye bye now. <laughs> and then I belch and uh, confess to a crime in the bathroom.
5: The only Durst I know of is Fred Durst, so every time someone mentions another Durst, I just get confused.
1: Oh, Fred Durst. I have to look up – I actually had some exciting Fred Durst reference. By exciting, I mean somebody mentioned Fred Durst to me recently, Um, because this podcast would be nothing if not uh, without a Fred Durst reference. But um, I was talking on the last episode about how my dad was calling uh, Gerald Mayhew uh, mayhem. And that reminded me of the shitty band Methods of Bayhem. And then somebody brought up a video of theirs with Pamela Anderson. And I said, well, that can't. I, I don't remember that. And then I looked it up and it, it was a thing. And it was a really bad song. It was called Get Naked by Methods of Bayhem, which is Tommy Lee's sideband, which is shockingly relevant this week because the Hulu show with Pam Anderson and Tommy Lee. And, man, I, I, I think Em and I made it. A minute into that video, and she said, "Do we have to keep watching this?"
4: <laughs> That's when you know it's bad when you can't even like keep it on for laughs.
1: laughs. You couldn't even keep it on for laughs. But Fred Durst shows up in this shitty Tommy Lee video from like I want to say 1998 or something, or maybe 2000.
4: I mean, I I'm not an expert on this. Um,
1: no, no, this is uh, this is very old stuff. really right here before from... my
4: time. Literally
1: before your time, literally.
4: <laughs> I wish I knew. But I anyway. need to, like go back, do my research, read the old, read the texts of old, listen to the, 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 the music, the musics of the ancient. Um, Here's the
1: thing: I don't think I'd recommend anybody listen to the music of the ancient here from the year 2000 <laughs> because it's not a good era for music. Like, Link Biscuit was the biggest fan in the world, and like, again, Fred Nurse well. is. He's known for wearing a red backwards hat, a white t-shirt, and khakis, and some of the that drip, drip. <laughs> that, drip. that was some drip. That was absolutely some drip. I waited till Ke- Kelly was off to uh, to bad mouth lump biscuit because uh, Kelly had uh, noted limp, biscuit, limp biscuit defender
4: enjoyer. Oh my enjoyer. god, even more than defender.
1: Oh yeah, you'll you'll have to go listen to the the Woodstock '99 recap episode from the summer.
4: Or oh yeah. I, I remember yeah. that one. Yay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm it's a, a long time listener. First time caller here.
1: Oh, yay. <laughs> yay. Good to know. <laughs> I, I also, I don't think I got the uh, Michael comment in here. Shower beers are great. It's just that you must accept that your life is near rock bottom.
5: <laughs> My life was rock bottom before the shower beers, Michael. Thank you.
1: <laughs> the shower beers. I mean, they help you accept, you know, that you're just, that's where you're at right there.
4: It's funny. Give I don't the, give the right cup there. holders away to the actual flyers. Let them, let them really sit in that. Like, you know what? I want to, I want to be inspired to play better. The shower beer.
1: I'm telling Kurt, by the yeah. way, wait, <laughs> oh, what's are your cat yelling at
4: him? Oh, he's hiding under this desk, but he keeps biting my toes.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to get Kurt to call in real quick. Cause I would like to talk about this. Uh, Pittsburgh Green Peppers thing that he sent into the Slack, which is a, a very bizarre story. But
4: See, I saw that tweet on my timeline, um, and then I went into Slack to send it, and then he had already sent it with a funnier caption than I did. <laughs> it was like, that's, okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: The great thing about Kurt is that he kind of always just zooms in with these like funnier captions than you anticipated. Yes. And you're like, I'm annoyed, but I'm also like, that's God. good.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I you got to respect it at some point.
1: Oh, yeah, you got to respect it. You got to respect it. Now, Megan, uh, people might not know this, but you're you're a fairly recent hockey fan. Like you recently oh, like, came around.
4: I like to announce it just so that nobody asks me any <laughs> any questions. I mean, well, I could tell you. I think it's
1: interesting, frankly, because yeah. like I've been watching hockey since so I was like, I don't know, like 10 years old maybe earlier than that well no definitely earlier than that because i was a mite on ice when i was like five years old so I
4: yeah i mean i the most i've played of hockey is maybe doing have you ever seen one of those like skate fair badges that they'd give out to like little toddlers when they would first learn how to skate i think i made it to like one level of that program and decided like never mind this is not for me <laughs> and then i Never watched a professional sport uh, ever again. And then quarantine hit. Uh, and I've been, like, attached to the Philadelphia Flyers against my will for, <laughs> like, two years now.
5: Me too. I don't know
4: how it happened. Like, they had one good run, and they hooked me for life. Um, and I can't escape. And it's really sad.
1: Oh, that's the, that is the problem. You can never escape. You might try, but... No. It's flyer. It's flyer die ultimately. <laughs> fly
4: Don't forget
1: you're here forever. I yes, here yes, forever. good reference right there. Good reference. <laughs> I, I, mean, truly, Kurt,
4: I I wish I could escape.
1: Kurt is a bum, and he said he can't call in. But I'm gonna read uh. this. Well, you you're both going to be my my guests here as I analyze this Pittsburgh Pepper thing, and then we'll wrap things up. But so yeah. I'm going to pull up this tweet right now that Kurt dropped into the Slack earlier and it's loading very slowly on my desktop right now. And that might be because I've been watching a basketball game on the side, but who knows who's to say, but essentially who's winning
4: currently
1: in the basketball game. The the Lakers are beating the Clippers by four. Oh, wow. The LeBrons. The
4: LeBron.
1: LeBron. Okay. So, (laughs) This tweet that that Kurt dropped into the Slack earlier today is from Easy Angus, who said, what the fuck is going on in Pittsburgh? Which is a great question at all times. And the it's it's some flyer that says, who does it? Every evening, a pepper falls down the chimney and it's got a picture of the chimney and the pepper. And then it as a close up of the pepper and the pepper has the word words, I hate you carved into it this green bell pepper. So it's weird, right? It, it gets weirder. Uh, it then says, I worship the Lord and have never made an enemy. Who's doing it? And <laughs> it's, it's got like a night vision photo uh, from, from a ring camera of the guy throwing it, and then it's got a diagram of <laughs> a guy throwing it to a <laughs> chimney. <laughs> That's my favorite part, I think. I have a one-of-a-kind relationship with Christ. He has harmed people for me. He can find you in any town, and I suggest you end your campaign. Let's talk about this. And it lists a phone number.
4: So that's yeah. weird. <laughs> to me, the absolute funniest part of this is just the fact, like, <laughs> just the picture of the tiny pepper, like, in the giant fireplace. Yes! That's this one right there. And it's, and it's just, like, <laughs> the layout of this this entire thing as well is very like graphic design is my passion. It's very <laughs> well put together. It's it's kind of it's readable. Um, it's informative. I hope it's not, I, I I just I really hope that this is actually happening somewhere. Um, I need to I need somebody to call that number as well and test that out. Oh my god! Maybe put put them on a scent. Put them on like a trail. Like leave. Let's call them right now. (laughs) Yeah, leave us. Leave a suspicious phone number. Or or if I was a
1: truly, truly courageous podcaster, I would call them right now and get them on the line. I would call that four one two number and we talk about it. And we talk about. I'd probably get into a weird Jesus discussion right now, and I don't need that. But so Kurt has a theory though, and Kurt thinks (laughs) that the person throwing the pepper is. One Nolan Patrick, and the person getting it thrown into their chimney is one Mark Friedman, and he will not be convinced otherwise. And I, I think it checks out. You know, Mark Friedman lives in the Pittsburgh area, as we all know, Cranberry, the the peaceful town where uh, apparently no crime exists except for pepper throwing. And Nolan <laughs> Patrick, the only person he has a vendetta against, is one Mark Friedman. So. I, I think Kurt solved the case, but we'll have to call the phone number and find out.
4: Yeah, and we don't have any other explanation. This is the only thing I can see.
1: This is the only clue, and there's no possible way to find out. But I, I just... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: like, what if they car... Did they use a knife? Is it keys? Cause it looks it looks like a key. It's too clean to be a knife. <laughs> or it's too, it's too dirty to be a knife. Like I for- hate you. <laughs> In all capitals.
1: There's there's so many questions like why a pepper why a green bell pepper
4: I'm wondering if they have a ring doorbell that's catching this person
1: Well that's why what they you, you
4: got to set an alarm
1: The know? screenshot is from that but it looks like one of those recreations from like a, a 90s like crime show or something
4: <laughs> Yes where they like it's like enhance, and that, like, the computer magically enhances something that cannot be enhanced.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm even thinking that of, like, tint. um.
4: yeah, that green tint, and
1: also just the fact that the perpetrator is perfectly shadowed. Like, perfectly <laughs> shadowed. Like, you can't see any feature like, unless he's wearing a mask of some sort, like he's it wearing is like, just one of those, silhouette. like, like a stocking silhouette. over his face or something. It's bizarre. It's absolutely bizarre. I wish I had a like screen share that I could show everybody listening this on, but I'm going to retweet this right now from the account. But like, it's a weird one. And I just bell pepper chimney.
4: That's a lot of effort. Yeah. I mean, just to buy a bell pepper every day and to just have enough anger to carve that out. And just the idea of it, like, what does that come to you in a dream? Um, is that something that someone has done to you before and you're repeating it? Uh, see, this is the first instance I've ever heard of pepper throwing. Um, (laughs) it could be, it could become a phenomenon after this. Who knows? Maybe we should do this to the Flyers. Yeah. (laughs) Fine. (laughs) Everybody go
1: to the next game, get orange bell peppers, okay? And carve, I hate you into the bell pepper and throw it at the edge. Don't do this. I will
4: <laughs> Dave Scott like, has to read it then. Damn. You know? He can't agree with
1: it I think Dave Scott might show up at my house if that happened and say, We're suing you.
4: <laughs> oh my God. That's an even better picture. Just like fresh um fresh vegetables raining down on the Philadelphia Flyers after the lose and like a blowout. Just a rain of orange bell peppers falling on the ice after the next loss. Like, I know I know there's been multiple jerseys that have been thrown this season. I thinking like, the Canucks. I think the Leafs have already had one.
1: I feel like the, the Oilers. Leafs. I feel like that's an annual tradition with the Leafs at this point, is somebody gets disgusted and throws their jersey on
5: the ice. It the truly is. This year. Hmm? The Leafs are good this year, too.
4: I yeah, know. They it was the it was like one of like the first two games where they just weren't scoring. This is this is the embarrassing part where I say that I I actually keep up with the leagues. Um uh but they like people just are so fed up <laughs> for no reason. I guess I mean they've had you know more frustrating bouts of non-success that
5: is broken. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I,
4: I like fear. <laughs> I fear for what we could become.
5: <laughs> like do you guys know Steve Dangle? Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's an entire fan base of people like him. And he sounds pretty broken, so I can kind of understand it.
1: If you want an ominous vision of the future, just look at the Leafs fan base.
4: Oh yes. Oh yes. Um It's it's a it's a dark place, I'll tell you that. Um, a lot of the people with bad opinions, um, will make their way onto my Twitter timeline through them for sure.
1: There are no good opinions left on Twitter.
4: <laughs> it's just yeah, fair, at. fair, fair. Um, well, it's, if, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity to get a good, good opinion. Well, we're going to be signing off in a few minutes, but I did I, just one solicitation.
1: If anybody has any comments, uh, please uh, chime in right now, put in a request. Uh, if anybody has any theories about this bell pepper, please either call in or put it in the chat. But uh, otherwise, I am uh, going to work on wrapping things up. But I'm fascinated by this. I think this is one of the weirdest things I have seen in a minute, and I love it. I love this, this bell pepper thing, and when it happens to the Flyers after the next loss, it's uh, – you know, it's going to be chaos and pandemonium in the West, uh, the Wells Fargo Center.
4: It reminds me of um, I remember this, the series on Instagram. There's a, like a journalist, I guess you could call him that I follow. I think it's New York Nico. He posts a lot of random signs that he'll see around N, like NYC. Mm-hmm. And it, all of his posts have this exact energy. I've got to collect a few for you. But it's very like weird stuff. That like, yeah, I guess that needs a sign because there's no other way to communicate that. Um, it, it, it's there's some interesting stuff there.
1: Um, I, that's good, you know, South Philly's got a lot of that same energy where it's like it's just weird signage and weird stuff that happens. I, one of my favorites was somebody wrote on like a light pole when I was walking by like, so and so is a rat. And it's like either that guy's getting whacked tomorrow or I don't know somebody just doesn't like him that's like it was the that's full name, name right I think it was like like name. Robert I can't remember the last name but it was like Robert like Smith is a
4: rat <laughs> what compels someone like what kind of fit of rage
0: yeah, they like, just
4: it's not <laughs> that's actually how you used to unfollow someone before there was social <laughs> That's how you did
1: it? You you just went to a light pole and called somebody a rat and called it a day? Yep. Yep. <laughs>
4: That's how you got the word out. <laughs> I
1: love it. I love it. All right. Well, uh, I'm not seeing any comments in the chat. I'm not seeing anybody who wants to chime in. Uh, Eric, any parting words? Uh,
5: I don't know. I just hope this bell pepper thing gets figured out because I'm intrigued. Okay,
1: good. I'm intrigued, too. I want to get to the bottom of it. Uh, Megan. I'm mean, very excited you got to make your your flyperpaly debut tonight, and it was great to talk to you. Uh, anything you wanted to throw out there for people? Anything uh, you wanted to chime in on real quick in the last couple minutes?
4: I don't know. I mean, follow the Broad Street Hockey TikTok. Apparently, I posted a I posted a little gritty thing, and it's got like ten thousand views, or no, sorry, a hundred thousand views the last time I checked, which is I don't know, pretty fun. <laughs> that's so, great that's awesome I that. that's yeah <laughs> I, I make that's all the videos oh i haven't I, like i gotta introduce myself i guess but yeah i make all the videos i do tweets sometimes for you guys and it's been super fun well
1: you're killing it on the social media stuff which uh <laughs> I, i'm i'm only mediocre at so you're you're crushing it which is awesome but i'm I'm excited you got to join us i know you're dipping into the the world of uh like broadcast and podcast because i saw you had a, a whole twitch setup yesterday.
4: Oh, yeah, I was um, experimenting with some stuff for my film class, so who knows?
1: All right, hey! (laughs) Want to jump on a future episode and talk about our shit-ass Philadelphia Flyers? You are more than welcome to.
4: Thank you. I might take you up on that offer.
1: Nice. (laughs) Always looking for a good co-host. All right, Uh, I think that's all I got. I have... I mean, I could talk. I have like 10 more top topics, and I think uh, a bunch of this is going to slip to flight for next week. I specifically am going to call Rocky Wirtz a shithead, and I'll just do a, you know, a little taste of that right here. But I have lots of comments on Rocky Wurst, And I really wanted to talk about you know Tom Brady fucking off. And uh, Doug, Doug Peterson just got hired as the coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. So. Oh, shit, he did? He did. That's breaking news. Oh, I
4: kids. did not see that.
1: Breaking news right there. I'm breaking news. I'm breaking news live on the internet airwaves here. But uh, good luck to WP, a, a Philly legend for sure. And Jacksonville is a shit show. So best of luck in his monster truck that he'll be going to the arena in. Yeah, all right. Best of luck to Doug Peterson. No luck to Tom Brady. He's had enough in his life. And that's all we got. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any feedback, the best place is on Twitter. You can reach me at Flypherbole or at esteban but If for hockey purposes, make it Flypherbole. Follow Broad Street Hockey. Follow BSH Radio. Follow Broad Street Hockey on TikTok. Flypherbole not on TikTok yet. I'm old. I don't know how to use that. I'll figure it out at some point, or I'll just make Megan do it. And <laughs> that's pretty much all I Why got to not? say Why not
4: all the TikTok accounts?
1: <laughs> all the TikTok accounts. You're on top of it. I trust you. I don't – I would just – Huh? What am I looking at? I'm a very old man. And yeah, I'm out. I got to go to sleep at some point. Thanks for hanging out with me. I appreciate it. You're all beauties. I really just, I do truly appreciate it. This was fun. I will do this again sometime. All right. Until next time, in the words of the great Gene heart, good night and
0: good hockey.